This is Sean, and you're listening to The More Things Change, the podcast that explores the similarities between ancient history and modern events, and everything from pop culture, music, art and entertainment, to politics, sociology, and philosophy. So let's dig through history and hear the stories that reveal just how similar we all really are. Who really killed John F. Kennedy? Did Paul McCartney die and get replaced by a body double? Is the government actually run by lizard people with mind-controlling powers? We've all heard outlandish conspiracy theories like these. Maybe from the crazy aunt or uncle, or maybe from that co-worker, but also maybe from a friend who we respected and thought knew better. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines a conspiracy as a theory that explains an event or set of circumstances as a result of a secret ploy by usually powerful conspirators. These conspiracies are actually pretty common in American culture. In fact, in 2015, in the Washington Post, John Sides wrote that around 50% of Americans believe in some sort of conspiracy theory. So why do so many people believe in these fantastical conspiracies? In the scientific journal Current Directions in Psychology Science, British psychologist Karen Douglas noted that the people who believed in conspiracy theories can be grouped into three categories those that desire understanding and certainty, those that desire control and security, and those that desire to maintain a positive self-image. All these things are pretty typical of human nature. In the 1940s, Abraham Maslow researched the optimal environment and conditions for human growth and contribution to society. He wrote about it in a paper called A Theory of Human Motivation and created a pyramid that showed the hierarchy of human needs. Safety, belonging, and self-esteem, the three desires that Douglas noted about those who believe in conspiracy theories, all appear on the Maslow hierarchy of needs. With the advent of social media, conspiracy theories are more widespread than ever. One major player in the modern conspiracy community is QAnon, a group of far-right theorists. They have speculated that the coronavirus is all an elaborate ruse created by Bill Gates to force vaccinations laced with a hidden microscopic tracking device. On top of that, they are convinced that President Trump is working to take down the deep state, a cabal of left-leaning celebrities and Democratic politicians who are secretly pedophiles and Satanists. All the information they receive comes from a mysterious and anonymous account known as Q on a highly volatile social media website, 8chan. Perhaps millions worldwide believe in these conspiracies, though they have been completely debunked numerous times. But conspiracy theories aren't just a modern creation. They were perhaps just as common in ancient civilizations as they are now. For example, the Knights Templar are often the subject of many modern conspiracy theories, but even in the 13th century, there was speculation on their true purpose. The Knights were a monastic order, also known as the Poor Fellow Soldiers of Christ, and the Temple of Solomon. Their purpose was to guard Christian pilgrims and protect the Holy Land during the Crusades. Although the Knights took a vow against having worldly possessions, the Knights Templar still managed to make a fortune and become one of the richest organizations in medieval history. Because of their riches, many ordinary peasants and workers of the time speculated that the Knights had a secret objective. Perhaps they were in league with the Pope to protect sacred artifacts like the Holy Grail or the Ark of the Covenant. Or maybe they were plotting to overthrow the Pope. That might explain why he hunted them down and sentenced them as a group to death as heretics. 
But as you may have guessed, none of that speculation was true. In reality, the order was disbanded peacefully in 1312, after the end of the Crusades. With the end of the Crusades also came an end to their original objective, and they no longer had a reason to exist as an organization. Sometimes leaders take advantage of, or even create their own conspiracy theories, in order to further their own interests and hide the truth. One example of this can be seen in the Great Fire of Rome. In 64 AD, a fire broke out in Rome along the shops of the great horse racing stadium, the Circus Maximus. The fire lasted for six days and destroyed around two-thirds of Rome. Tactus, the Roman historian, partially blamed the emperor, Nero, for the fire. He famously said that Nero played his lyre while watching Rome burn. Nero, on the other hand, had his own conspiracy theory. PBS writes that Nero blamed the fire on an obscure new Jewish religion sect called the Christians, who he indiscriminately and mercilessly crucified. During gladiator matches, he would feed Christians to lions. The Roman people didn't know any better and completely bought into this conspiracy. Both modern and ancient conspiracy theorists learn to play to human emotion, whether that be fears and uncertainty, or simply the feeling of belonging to something. Conspiracies, no matter how crazy, keep people coming back. It's a continuous loop of negativity and what-ifs that we try to remedy by just having more information. It's important to remember these principles when we're doing everyday things like talking to friends and family or checking social media, because before we know it, we could turn into that crazy aunt or uncle ourselves. Thank you for listening, and join me next time as I explore the connection between the leadership style of the pharaohs and Caesars and Donald Trump. If you have any recommendations for story ideas or just want to give me feedback, email me at themorethingschangepodcast at gmail.com.